up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 29 of Hustlin' Sideways. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a music writer. And I'm Jim Love, and I'm not a music writer. I'm no. a keynote and motivational speaker. I, I could tell they were wondering. It would be bad if we were both music writers. Yeah, that would actually be a pretty boring... Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that ours is already not boring by saying that would be a boring podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that's not the case. But but yes, welcome to number 29. We, it is currently March where we're sitting. I know you're going to be listening to this in April. Yep. But we're approaching March Madness and it is literally the best time of the year. By like, the time you hear this, we will be knee deep in March Madness, like in the finals so. of the tournament. Probably. Here's my problem, though. It never really ends in March. No, it and doesn't. I think it used it's like to. April 4th or something. Yeah. 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 No, so, it's it's kind of like how when colleges have like Midnight Madness for to start off the season and it's at like 6 p.m. <laughs> it's like yeah. a, never. And, they, and it used to be called Midnight Madness. Now it's just called like Marquette Madness. Yeah. It's because it's not at. Yeah. That would be. Can you imagine like going to place at literally at midnight after that would be so much fun but you know what they're missing out on it so that might be why they stopped doing i'm that. sure actually now that i think of it that is 1000 yeah. percent so. the reason why it's no longer <laughs> but we're happy to be back uh happy to have number 29 we are rolling it's been uh it's been a while we'll, we'll have 30 coming up soon and we're super excited thank you for all of, all of you for sticking with us and enjoying the ride as well alan you want to thank them too uh sure yeah thanks guys thank you uh speaking of marquette though Ooh. we do have uh a another marquette alum on the show with us this week typical <laughs> yeah um <laughs> kind of yes we we do we have a uh, a fellow alum kira milligan kira is a advertising and copywriter uh and also a food writer as her side hustle kira yes. welcome to hustling sideways Thank you so much. That's our applause Still button. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, we're oh, waiting on yeah. that. Yeah. I haven't had applause in a couple days. So much for the intro- introduction. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. I'm curious. You said a couple days since applause. What, what <laughs> were you doing a couple days ago that people were applauding you? Well, I applauded myself when I actually... <laughs> in yeah. COVID times, that's I agree. also like... We should, that's we, an accomplishment. We should more often applaud ourselves because it's important. Yeah, yeah you should see that. me. So I actually just spoke with a friend about this the other day, but... Um, the other day when I, actually the other day, but quite often whenever I'm, for example, like applying mascara in the morning, like half dead, I'm like, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> like just because I live alone and I'm like, I have to have some sort of mind and voice yeah. in the room. Or, so. or like having flow right on in the background. I oh, always. Yeah, let's always. go. Yeah, yeah always. that's that's great. That's exactly. great. Well, th- thank you for your service of putting, of course. On, of putting on shampoo and mascara. I, I tried. I tried to look uh, I try to look good for, you know, men who are taken. It's fine. It's going to say we Shakira is in studio with us today. So, yes, yes welcome. welcome. First one in a while that we've had. It actually is. Months. I was saying yeah. on the way here, probably first, like maybe six or seven times. So yeah. we're we're pumped. That means like we're going to have better exchanges because we're in the room all staring at each other, making each other laugh. It'll be great. So, yeah. Kira, tell us a little bit about your background, your family, where you're from, et cetera. Sure. So I, uh, okay. So I have to disclose this, but, um, Jim can attest to this. What was it like a week ago? I just turned, uh, 32 years yes, old. Yeah. So happy birthday. St- thank happy you. Birthday. Thank you. Uh, still very young, but I'm still kind of in that weird mode in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm not old, but I'm not young. And so I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm, I'm about a decade into my quote unquote real world career. Um, but to kind of start from the very, very beginning of my life in um, 
March of 1990. <laughs> I uh, I grew up in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. I was born in Hinsdale. How, how detailed do I have to get here? Oh, you can like, go off. I mean, like, well, I mean, like time maybe, and like time. And, oh no, this is like, like part of the interview. Don't edit. Don't edit this out. Oh, oh yeah, no, like, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> like no, don't edit out. We never edit out. Like Cliff, Cliff's Notes version, I guess of of you know. Um, okay, so. I was born in Hinsdale, but I was only living there for about three months. Um, grew up in Homer Glen, Illinois, which is about 20 miles southwest of Chicago. Pretty, I mean, nothing too too built up, but it's, you know, pretty rural. Um, but it's, you know, w- literally 100 miles south of Milwaukee, which is where I live now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had a pretty, you know, good upbringing. I'm the third of four children. I have an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother who... Jim mm-hmm. actually has known for quite a long time About because 15 years yeah, yeah. We, we went to high school together they did yeah Shout so St. Lawrence High School <laughs> yeah so I grew up um you know with three siblings and uh you know including of course his name's Sean hi Sean if you're listening to this um goodness and you know grew up in you know a, a you know a good a good town you know nothing really too exciting ever happened it was just a bunch of you know, catty women growing up and neighbors and whatnot. But um, as far, you know, like kind of fast forwarding a bit to high school. Um, so I was a, believe it or not, I was a cheerleader for 13 years of my life. Okay. Um, such a long time. 13 years a long time. 13 years from oh my gosh. second grade, like, you know, like the yeah, rec league right, kind yeah, of stuff TV all thing. the way yeah. through my senior year of high school. Wow. Um, and then, you know, that was kind of like looking back in high school on high school, which you know, wasn't terribly long ago, but um, long enough ago where I'm like, I don't remember anything. I can't name any of my teachers or whatever. Um, you know, that's kind of the the highlight of my high school experience was cheer because it was literally an 11 and a half month long season. You Is know, it like it the just... Netflix show. <laughs> Honestly, yes. OK, um, yeah. well, that's good to know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, you know, when we were pretty much a power like I I always feel weird like talking about my youth like that high school was by no means like my glory days Mm -hmm. but nor was it for the majority yeah yeah yeah. I mean as far as people I went to high school with probably but um (laughs) (laughs) no offense but it's fine um but you know we you know one state a couple of times actually three times um so that was a lot of fun and then Mm -hmm. come college so I always I should say, actually, always kind of wanted to go to Marquette. My sister, Caitlin, she applied to Marquette, did the whole campus tour, really, really loved it, ended up going elsewhere. But I kind of was like, oh, like this, this is a really cool place because um, I visited. I believe I actually went on the campus tour with Caitlin and my parents. Oh, there you go. Because okay. um, we're, you know, a couple of years apart. I think I like, you know, had a free weekend or something and um, just, you know, fell in love with the place. I thought it was really fun of course, ended up going there. Um, and I absolutely love it to this day. And I know you guys can attest to this as well, but, you know, totally cherish my time at Marquette, yep. still live in the city. Um, I try to get in, involved in, um, you know, alumni groups as much as possible. Which is where um, you met my co-host. Exactly. Yeah. That's panel, right. What, seven uh, years ago, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> maybe oh, man. After, after college. That's thing. right. We don't have to disclose how many years ago. It right. Was. <laughs> 
I mean, don't really. Yeah, a while ago. Tomato, tomato, what, it, but... what is time? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But um, well, they you know, know how old you are, you dork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, you know, I, I, I give back as much as I can because, you know, scholarships are extremely helpful for students, yada, yada, yada. Um, but college was a lot of fun um, for many reasons. I mean, there was the academia part, which, of course, for me, truly, I mean, I always took learning and education very seriously, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't so absorbed in it that I, I, I let's just say I definitely had quite a social life. There you go. I'm, never yes, yes, never got in right. trouble, but I also yeah. like, I, I do know that there has to be that balance in order to quite literally survive. <laughs> Absolutely. W- whether it be yeah. in I think all three of us know something. Yeah. About well, that. yeah. that's, that's a, to me, that's like a Marquette student. Like you go totally like, like work hard, play hard was very, very clearly like the culture. Like, yeah. And, yeah. Like coming from like the, the faith background for me too. Like I would go out late on a Saturday and mm-hmm. wake up and go to nine o'clock mass on right. Sunday with all my friends. I was just with seven hours before, right. you know, like this yeah. is what we did. It was, you can't it was just fun. Let a bunch of Catholic kids. Loose. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, loose would be, yeah. yeah, you know, don't be like a total knucklehead, but also, <laughs> you know, go out and have fun. And you know, if you get into a little bit of trouble, you know, just it's fine. Yeah, not, yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to be young once. Yes. Um, but anyway, so kind of uh, jumping back into the academia part, I was a. Oh, goodness, this is kind of a mouthful. But I was so I was in the College of Business. Um, I started as solely a marketing major. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of going back and forth between um, I was I was very, very interested in the operations and supply chain side of things. Okay, I just found that whole sector, that whole field of the business world so fascinating. Um, but then I've always kind of had that uh, creative mindset. And so that's what obviously appealed me to the the marketing major, the marketing program. And then, oh goodness, I think it was towards the end of my junior year, my advisor was, um, actually he was my intro to IT professor. Oh man. And (laughs) yeah. And so (laughs) to make a very long story short, I became one of the first ever female IT majors at Marquette. Wow. Okay. Um, did my entire major my senior year, <laughs> which I, I was there for four years and yeah. only four years, but literally my entire senior year was all IT classes wow. minus like, I think I had my like last history class to take. So not the recommended path. <laughs> no. To, to no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, I was in, that was completely like, oh yeah, cool. Like, you know, I was honestly, like I was probably under the influence when he influenced me. <laughs> I say that all the time. I'm like, I don't know how I got yeah, here. I guess it just worked out. That way. <laughs> <laughs> However, and then, you know, on top of all of that, I was, um, uh, I had a minor in advertising, mm-hmm. which okay. was also the the planned route for me, sure. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, my very very first job after college was at a um, was at a tech startup in mm-hmm. Chicago. Okay. Um, I was there for I think literally one year and a week. Like it was, you know, I had, and that was just completely by chance. I had, yeah. you know, I had celebrated my one year anniversary at the company. Great experience. Mm-hmm. But I had accepted a job at an advertising agency in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and truthfully, I don't really remember the logistics of how all of that happened other than 
I was always, you know, visiting Milwaukee mm-hmm. all the time, you know, pretty much every, let's just say every other weekend. Um, and then, you know, really got involved in digital strategy. So for listeners who aren't familiar with what that means, it's really just kind of figuring out how to enhance different companies' websites or mobile apps or pretty much anything digital. So anything with a screen. I was going to say, you actually gave me on that panel, you gave me my definition of what digital was because you said that and that stuck with me. Anything with a screen? Yes. And now I've used that going forward. And that happened happened an undisclosed number of years ago. So An undisclosed number of years ago. That happened like last month. Yeah, Yeah, right, right. right. That's great. I just graduated. Yeah, I've utilized that still as my definition of what I do. But anyway, continue. Wow. Well, I'm I'm glad that that (laughs) philosophy has stuck with you because that... I honestly, that's how I had to describe what I do to my parents. Yep, same. that sounds about I've right. I had to explain that to parents, bosses, coworkers, <laughs> like just what is all the above. Do? Yeah, you work for the internet. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I literally yes. am employed by I the internet. I work for the internet. <laughs> yes. What is what is my email address? Like, oh my gosh, Sarah <laughs> anyway. at theinternet.com. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh lordy, but no, I'm really glad that that has stuck with you. Um, I have a lot of weird. I'm not. I'm not so keen on like buzz terminology or buzz mm-hmm. like and i work at an advertising agency and it's just like every 10 seconds you hear like oh let's circle back or oh like oh, yeah. let's the put worst. that in yep. the parking i'm like oh my Some god low just hanging shut up. fruit like, low hanging fruit always that is they could do another podcast on this honestly like the, the just buzz like buzz, the buzz words you hear all the time oh, are yeah the worst just, I, I like this idea. We should we should put a yeah. pin a in it. Put a, put a pin we should in put a pin in it, I'll, and we'll I'll connect offline with you about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. host it. It's oh, fine. Okay. You guys can you guys can be my first guest. Ooh, Sweet. Yeah. I like yeah. it. How meta is this? Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't, what, what was I talking about? Just uh, uh, ad agencies. And oh, so, landing at an ad agency. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, since that since moving back to Milwaukee in oh goodness July of 2013. Oof. So. Wow. An undisclosed number of years ago. Almost, Who knows how long that is? Yeah. yeah. Al- almost a decade. It's wild. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is my, you know, 10 year college graduation anniversary, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, but I've worked at, you know, a number of different agencies, a um, couple big ones, a couple small ones. Um, I'm currently at one that's quite small. I mean, there's 10 of us, and it's really great. Um, but, you know, I've transitioned into a couple of different roles. Um, just kind of as I've really expressed interest in certain things, I've just sort of, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do, I feel very fortunate and lucky to, um, I, I guess, recognize uh, my and others' strengths and interests and passions, but mm-hmm. also... It's also nice to have teams who are supportive of having, oh, yeah. you know, those that that flexible that flexibility in those different skill sets. So, so you're able to move around like that then for what you were interested yeah, in. Yeah, kind That's of. Cool. And I mean I've I've really over the years have stayed in the same realm, if mm-hmm. you will. It's not like I have gone from, you know, uh development, you know, uh yeah. like website coding to you know, finances to search engine optimization. <laughs> like, you know, I've really stayed in the same like strategy kind yeah. of spans a lot of different things. So, okay. um, you know, I've always, I, I, I love the creative side of things. Um, so my full, my full time job is advertising and specifically my role is, um, you know, content strategy and mm-hmm. copywriting. Okay. So yep. 
um, you know, copywriting is just like this, it seems like this really, you know, you know, like sexy, fancy term, but it's, sometimes it's really, really fun. You know, if I get to, for example, write, um, you know, billboard copy or. Oh, that would be cool. Name a product. Like those are really fun, but you know, Every once in a while, and I'm not by any means, you know, dissing projects that I've worked on, but it's also kind of like... But you get, like, the instruction manual. A little or bit. Or, like, yeah. The, yeah. the troubleshooting page or something like that. Yeah, and, you know, it is what it is, and it's, you know, you, you do have kind of boilerplate items to go off of, but um, it also, and this is just the fact of the matter, but it really kind of... Well, not kind of. It it fully depends on the the subject matter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know. And um, every every company and in every industry is actually pretty cool, you know. For example, I've worked in, um, or my clients rather have been, you know, everything from, you know, food and beverage, which is obviously, you know, if you're a consumer of something, it's easier. But then it's like you know uh farm insurance and it's like well i it like but that's the thing is that you have to really learn pretty quickly you know who this audience is how mm-hmm. they walk and talk so it really is um more of an art form yeah. than like a you know there's no handbook unless it's you know oh totally yeah you know I, it's funny like with food and beverage i think about like I'm going through billboards in my head sure. of like ones that have stuck with me. And other than like the Brian Urlacher O'Hare airport, oh. ones, those are hilarious. But that one's pretty um, good. Cause there's a thousand of them, yeah. but the one um, on 294 going towards Chicago for Giordano's just showing the, the deep dish pizza oh. slice being got up. Yep. I have over 10 times have, have, purchased the Giordano's that moment when I'm in yeah. the car and I'm like on my way home on a Friday night and I'm hungry and like we'll it's call because I know it's like 40 minutes until I get mm-hmm. to the south side so it, it'll, it'll be ready for me I mean it's unbelievable how much money that billboard has made yeah. off of me <laughs> but and that's I, awesome and I'll see it and, and it's so effective because yeah. it looks just so damn good I mean yeah. it's like the cheese coming off of yep. it I love Giordano's also it really it copy yeah copy from it yeah but like it's amazing because like there it's just like three words i don't know what the words are but like it's so in Mm -hmm. your face and it's there and they know like exactly when you're coming into illinois and what's about to go down yeah like you're about to totally that thing up but that's that's awesome i mean and like outdoor (laughs) advertising whether it is you know billboards or um like i I ride the city bus for example and you know there's the the bus stops yeah and they have the side panels i mean it really does make a big difference of you know the medium you know i write for a lot of um you know or i have for in the past you know written uh print ads Mm -hmm. so you know ones that appear of course in magazines or newspapers or pamphlets what have you um a lot of what i've done too is you know again going back to digital but you know social media advertising Mm -hmm. and for lack of a better phrase, you know, the, the banner ads that yep. you see on websites, yeah. which, you know, are kind of hit or miss. But if they are, you know, compelling enough, then somebody can click through. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it is kind of nice over the years and stuff. This is so cliche to say, but stuff changes daily. Oh, yeah. You know, best practices yeah. is another like buzz term. And it's like, yeah. OK, you know, but you kind of have to know what is going on mm-hmm. <laughs> in right. order to, you know, do it well and honestly kind of satisfy the client more than anything. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I feel like people's minds are so, uh, I mean like the, 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 the attention now with, with like between TikTok and oh, goodness, 15 yeah. second videos and 200 characters or less, mm-hmm. like, like there's just, you, you have to hit like then. And if you don't, 
right. you know, you're out. Right. right. Which what is, were we talking about? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, uh, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. I think that's totally anything that's <laughs> digital, anything that is, yeah, social media. It's is, like right there. You have to catch them in, it's probably something like half a second. Oh, absolutely. Now. It yeah. is. It's, yeah. it's, 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 I think, one second or less. Like, even, um, uh, you know, as far as attention spans go, but also kind of how our brains have been wired as um, as far as patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there is, I'm, I'm not getting this exact number correctly, but let's just say, you know, uh, the, the speed of, or the, the loading speed of a website. If you enter a URL, for example, and it takes, I think, more than two seconds to load, Two seconds, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. If it takes longer than that, people are going to either completely exit the page yeah. because they think like it's broken, it's broken, or it's clunky. It's it's wild. That's yeah, true. I do that too. I mean, I'm like, but I don't, no, I, I mean, yeah, that's, I'm guilty of things like. But that's human sure. nature. Mm-hmm. It's not even anything to you know feel guilt about. That's yeah. just how like unless like I really need it, you know. I'm like, <laughs> right. Yeah, but if not, right. I'm, yeah, if you uh, need to order, yeah. to if you go up. on giordano's.com right. and it takes two seconds, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want it. Yeah. So you know, it's subjective, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, now that, I mean, now that we're speaking of. <laughs> Food. Yes. Um, that brings us, yes, to, to your yes. side. <laughs> look at, side look at the transition you just made for yourself. That is fantastic. Oh, I she know. is hosting like, her own podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say, we're going to make this happen. Kira's pod. We're good. Oh, goodness. Like, um, let's let's just let's not do that. No, I'm just So how did, how did food uh, writing start? Sure. So, oh, goodness, I, a few years ago, I uh, got in contact with um, Taste of Home magazine, which they're a, they're a national publication, but they do have... A, um, a hard copy magazine that mm-hmm. is mailed to you know subscribers, awesome. of course, but they also have a website, which is you know they're obviously their you know their digital publication, their digital magazine. So I solely write for the uh, the digital side of things, just because that's more easy or that's easier to do remotely, of course. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but in addition to <laughs> I feel like weird going down my resume, but I know that's the whole point of this podcast. I can't but... wait for the supplemental. Like, in, in... yeah, what are your <laughs> special skills? <laughs> in addition to Taste of Home, I also write for um, Mashed, which is mm-hmm. a uh, 100% digital food publication. Oh, wow. And to you know, clear the air and a lot. Whenever I say these, you know, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a food writer. You know, people kind of jump the gun and assume like oh are you like are you one of those food critics or you know are you one of those like i'm not a food blogger i have to make that clear Mm -hmm. i don't you know have my own blog that's you know a completely separate you know and i give those people so much credit because that is so much work work. and you know i you know i've been in contact with a lot of them of course for my you know for sources and whatnot but essentially what i do is um i write about you know in all in the food and beverage realm, um, you know, the history and origins of certain foods, um, you know, how foods are infused into pop culture. Um, I'm literally currently working on um, a piece about, um, I don't know if you guys watch the show Mad Men, but uh, I, you watch it. Yeah. Christina yeah. Hendricks. Yep. So Joan Holloway. So that actress, you know, she's she's a foodie herself. OK. And so I'm. Uh, it's literally in draft right now. It'll probably be published, like, <laughs> obviously by the time that this launches. But 
um, essentially how she loves the show Top Chef. Really? So it's okay. really, you know, and like the topics range so much. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head some of the recent articles. It, like, and it ra- the range is looking back just hilarious. You know, like how the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles helped just expl- help uh, Pizza Hut explode oh, yeah, in I'm sales. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, how the Italian sub was created at this teeny tiny shop in um, uh, Portland, Maine. How, you know... <laughs> Uh, Prince was like Prince. Prince, his favorite food was birthday cake. Oh my god! Like store bought birthday cake. Man's right. never gone wrong. No, Dude, that's all like I'm that that, that article. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like it. So uh, like the range is just pretty wild, and you know people come all the time to me like, oh, like can you write about this? Can you write mm-hmm. about this? And the pitching process is rather easy. Um, you know, and as a freelance writer, it's kind of hard. Or not hard, but, like, there's a bit of a challenge. Um, Just, you know, like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to pitch this story. Hope it's, you know, good enough, if you will. And it really depends on, you know, are people going to read this? Mm -hmm. Is this something our readers are interested in, et cetera? So there's kind of, like, this whole messy formula of, you know, what exactly to write about. but. How did, some... you, how did you like meet Mashed? Like, how did, how did you get involved in that, or like, did you reach out to them? Or um, they, um, goodness, I can't. Remember. I know she's in like the the talent and hiring scheme, but she actually reached out to me via LinkedIn. Awesome, because oh, cool. okay. um, That's cool. and at first, you know, it's it was hilarious because I, you know, I don't really go on LinkedIn a whole lot, which mm-hmm. I mean, for no reason other than you know, I just don't go on, on it <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, it's a nice website. Weird and stuff. how you would not like the corporate speak and then also not go on LinkedIn. Yeah. That right? Much. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not even that. I'm just like, it's God, gotten like, better, but I agree with like, that. Like, who are you people? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or it'll be like someone I haven't spoken to in like you know whatever a decade and a half, and I'm like, I don't care that you just got a job at yeah. you know whatever. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. good, uh, like congratulations, but yeah. whatever. But anyway, um, it just so happened that I had logged on one day because I think I just like had a bunch of notification I was like okay I need to like clear these out yeah and I had a a private message from this woman and I I didn't think that it was you know a a a scam Mm -hmm. or anything because you know you could tell that she was a a a real person and b like you know she referenced some of my so I'm like okay like um let's just give this a shot it was essentially to just have like an intro call and it went very well um i had a um i think there was like a week later i had an audition oh wow oh um so i mean there there's you know the initial interview of course to mm-hmm. talk about you know kind of what we're doing now like your experience your background your skill sets your passions yada yeah. yada but then there was a um an audition like that was what they called it. i'm like oh my they make you sing or something were you no i had <laughs> yeah. to write and i i thank goodness like i did it and i did it i guess well enough yeah. <laughs> right. um but i had to write a 300 word piece in an hour and they t- randomly assigned me a topic oh wow and it was like um i know it was about uh oh my god i should oh italian soda interesting oh. okay like just make that happen 300 words have on you ever that. have Go. you even even tried italian soda? i have i oh, have okay. so the okay. the topic um I, I i i won't get the exact title right the the exact title right but it was essentially like 
Italian soda isn't actually Italian because it was invented <laughs> in the U.S. Oh, so it was just go. like, okay. you know, you're given. So essentially how it works as a freelance writer, unless you're, you know, solely independent and, you know, are, you know, um, are a blogger or have your run your own publication. Mm-hmm. But when you write for another publication, you either write stories that are assigned to you mm-hmm. or that you pitch. Okay. So, yeah. and I know, like, you know, every every place varies, but, you know, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, you know, research is only done within a matter of time, of course. And then it's really just, you know, research on your desktop. You know, you just yeah, have to right. essentially Google yeah. things. And it's, pre- you know, you get the hang of it, obviously. But I just remember during that audition, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I have like pit stains. I'm like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> should I just like contact this woman and tell her I don't want to do this? Because I was freaking out. And I like, Jim, you probably know this, at least like I really don't get nervous about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I jump into things like 100 percent confident, but I was damn near had it like a panic attack during this yeah. i'm like oh my god like this words are hard <laughs> yeah. and like i am how do i spell my name no right, like right. i'm like italian like that is that a real word like oh my gosh because <laughs> but this is it wasn't like my first writing gig yeah. i'm like why am i and then you know it ended up obviously being i suppose okay. that pressure you just like yeah feel it, right With everything like, being condensed do down to an yeah. hour yeah. yeah yeah and you know now i mean i write probably like five or six articles a week like oh, you, you know just many. like yeah. in my sleep um you know well in my sleep that might not be <laughs> such a good article and i might get reprimanded for that but um <laughs> no i mean it's just i think the nature of the um the the topics always help mm-hmm. i mean so like so for example if i'm writing about like you should add this to your mocha to make it spicy like that's freaking cool yeah. like yeah, exactly. you know and it's you really have to flex. I, this is, you know, another thing, but you have to really flex those creative muscles and make something interesting to read. Yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, that's where, you know, editors are such yep. a saving grace for that, you know, and every so often, you know, and that's, that's the whole beauty of feedback too. Um, with any job, whether you're a writer or whether, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you're an accountant or if you're an engineer, you know, feedback is essential. Mm-hmm. And so is asking for help. Yes, that's that's a huge part. Too. You know, yeah. I almost every day I'm just like, you know, how, how should I phrase this? It's not like, you know, if you go into something and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you do this for mm-hmm. me? That's, that's, yeah, totally that's different. Di- right that's now. totally different than being like, am I doing this right? Yeah. Or what's another way that I can do this or does this sound okay? Yeah. And when, when people know that you trust their opinion, they're going to get more creative. Like, right. They're yeah. actually going to take what I'm saying seriously. So here's what I think. Right. right. Important. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I, you know, plan on doing the side hustle for a while. I really don't have any reason to not do it. Yeah. yeah. I find it to be a blast. Totally. Um, you know, the, the team that I work with is so much fun. Um, and then, you know, of course I have my, my full-time job, which, you know, of course is, you know, uh, you know, 40 hours a week, but nothing too, you know, pressing or overly, you know, daunting or stressful. Now, do you see yourself like as time goes on taking on like more in the side hustle or keeping it as it is and just continuing to grow where you're at? You know, I, I think about this pretty often. Um, you know, right now, you know, I, I, I really like what I do. I like my, you know 
the schedule of my days, you know, you know, nine to five and then I get home, eat dinner and then I do my writing, um, you know, and I don't write, you know, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. But, right. So I actually, contrary to popular belief, I do have a life <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you know, Fridays and Saturdays and Mondays. I have, you know, what, those are my non writing days. Yes. However, um, you know, down the road, I mean, I I want to um, even kind of dabble in uh, book writing. Oh no! Nice. Okay. Um, okay. I actually this patent. I swear this is not a, a plug or a you know humble brag. Maybe it is, but um, I did write my first children's book. That's right. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was published in December a few months ago, which. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I did that. But it was it was something that I had worked on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's nothing. It's not like a you know a story, or it's not like you know a a velveteen rabbit esque kind of thing. But I really I wanted to expand my writing portfolio. Totally, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um. So to answer your question, um, you know, I I would love to you know do something along those lines full time. Whether it be food writing or just you know taking on a, a variety of different projects, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's one thing that anybody that has a side hustle kind of just does is mm-hmm. like you just try things. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, if it long. sticks, it's gonna stick. Like mm-hmm. that mindset of like we're gonna give it a shot and you know we'll see what happens from. Yeah, that. and like worse comes to worse, it doesn't go well. Sure, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so I, in thinking about you know your background and doing the side hustle writing about food you were saying about how making topics interesting and making them readable. Do you think that some of that comes from marketing too and having that marketing exposure that like you're thinking now that kind of frames you to think back and go, okay, is this an interesting article to read? Does that help your writing? Do you think having marketing as a background? Yes, (laughs) so much, honestly. And, you know, I work with a bunch of people who, you know, have, have gone to, let's just say culinary school or Mm -hmm. have, you know, just, picked up skills over time but having that marketing background um you know you both again can attest to this but knowing your target audience yeah you know so the target audience for let's just say mashed for example is people who love food right (laughs) which i know sounds so broad but you really have to be you know invested into it exactly and it's like you have you know and uh you know, brands have a certain voice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some brands are more lighthearted and comical. Some brands are more, um, you know, let's just say buttoned up and professional, not, you know, so uptight and staunch, but, you know, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of have that balance. Yep. And so marketing has really, really helped shape that, you know, particularly with the food writing, mm-hmm. but even, you know, just across different verticals, you know, like again several times a day you kind of have to switch gears between the medium that you're working on or obviously the client and the industry that they're in so it really does take a special skill set to really nail that down sure um but for you know for the publication writing it really that has been so 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 helpful yeah because I would think that, you know, like you said, like you think backwards sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think with what you're doing too, being in a small agency 
and having to learn basically lifestyles and culture right. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to kind of adapt and mm-hmm. be able to go, okay, totally. This is how, this is why this is important to these people. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And you put that into your writing as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's kind of nice because, you know, you can, and I, I read, you know, um, fellow writers work too, you know, like an article will oh, come yeah. up and I'm like, oh, you know, this is a topic that I'm interested in or you know, I just I was like, oh, man, like this would have been really cool to write about. But the person just you can tell that they did it in with their own flair, within mm-hmm. their own voice. But, um, you know, there are there obviously are, you know, some guidelines to follow as far mm. as, you know, just the structure of different articles and pieces and whatnot. But it really is fascinating to see, you know, and like not every copywriter has the same style. Like yeah. I. Yeah. I've been reprimanded so many <laughs> oh. times just because, I mean, like, I come from, like, you know, my family. Like, we're just really into, like, puns and <laughs> just, you know, idioms and different things. And it's like you kind of – and those are those are really great at times, um, depending on the brand and the message. But you have to really take a step back and it's like, okay, let's just try and use, you know, everyday language. Right. Um, so, you know, they're like, okay, like – you know, don't be like that creative or what. Like, I know that <laughs> don't sounds be over the top. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it's keep it simple. Exactly. Yeah. Keep it simple, yeah. though, is honestly, that is a rule of life. Um, for sure. And yeah. I will also say, and this is I swear this isn't like self-deprecation, but I am also the queen of adjectives mm. and adverbs. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while that is to fill that white space, you know. Yeah. But, um. You know, what's the the rule of thumb is really just to like, uh, ideally, let's just go back to advertising for a second. But ideally, an ad has, I think it's like seven words or less. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, Just because going like our attention spans and people don't want to read like, you know, the fine print. Yeah. So um, then for, you know, articles, um, I think it's, you know, if, if an article takes more than three minutes to read, it might be a little bit too long. Huh. Again, depending on the format. Yeah. Um, and really depending on, you know, uh, let's just say it's, you know, a, a, a breaking news story about right. something and you really right. want to then give want to a it. lot of yeah. details, then yes, of course. However, you know, for... You know, it, it, like, for example, if you want to read about, um, you know, the origins of the Oreo cookie, you don't want to read about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, oh, like, this Let's is cool. And then, like, go yeah. to the next one. So it's kind of like it's it's really trying to find that balance. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, the writers and the editors really work together to make the story succinct yet. Not, not too succinct, but mm-hmm. succinct yet enough detail to make it interesting yeah. and and legible of course and it is funny like when websites will give you the warning like three minute read or five yeah. minute read yeah like, that's, I noticed that. that's that's tactful yeah and i and i'm like well i don't have seven minutes you know mm-hmm. like that's i see that a lot and yeah it's so very helpful even as a writer i'm learning something here because yeah. like i always get my articles done and they end up being like a three or a four minute read when yeah. you see that on the site and mm-hmm. i'm always like 
man, I wish I could just get a little bit of like a longer form. I feel like I typed a lot here and it's like four minute read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You're like, oh, but now it turns out I'm actually killing actually it. Good. Yeah, yeah. Actually good. Yeah. Well. No, I mean, and it, you know, it, obviously that's, you know, uh, that's estimated. I would say killing it, Alan, but you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, doing, yeah. you're doing okay. <laughs> Let me you're have, doing, I'm applauding myself. You're you're doing, yeah. Applaud yourself. Yay. Yeah, I yeah, shampooed yeah. my hair. Yeah. yeah. Mascara. No, I mean that really, yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> no, I mean, it depends on obviously like word count, of course, but um, yeah. And obviously like how you structure things. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you have a paragraph, I, obviously the viewer or the listeners cannot see my hand gestures, but if you have a paragraph that's, you know, 200 words long, it's like, all right, like, let's just like break this Take up this or, a little bit. or make it yeah. easier for the yeah. eye. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, there is, it's, it's really this nice blend of art and science. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I love to write if you haven't gathered that yet. Um, I also, you know, I have a medium page, I journal, um, you know, that's really all I do. And yeah. it's like, that's just yeah. kind of how my, I, I'm a, I'm a wordy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I really, uh, you know, I, I make lists, I, you know, uh, I always have to be doing something. I've always been more of a, uh, visual learner. Sure. Um, that's just how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm really grateful for, you know, all the experiences that I've, you know, uh, been given, if you will, but that I've also been able to kind of develop over the years. Well, yeah, I, I think I've learned more about writing now absolutely. than I have. Like, yeah, because I didn't go to school for yeah, you know, for yeah. journalism. I mm-hmm. went for digital media. Yeah, um, <laughs> so <laughs> here we end up writing about things. But of course. this is this has been very informative yeah, for it's me. Great. Yeah, um, I'm sure everybody else out there has picked up some things. Uh, do you have any plans to go beyond uh, Mashed and beyond Taste of Home and things like that to possibly go elsewhere in the future? Um, prob- I mean, probably, you know, there's nothing really on the horizon just yet, but, um, I will say I, I do have, I don't know if I should even name drop, but I do have some like dream publications in mind. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you know, pretty, I mean, they're pretty big names, but I mean, everyone pretty can have places dreams that you would want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Um, and honestly, I mean like, you know, down the road, if, you know, <laughs> a big, if bold underline italicized. Yeah. Um, you know, if time and energy allows, I mean, I'd love to do something like solely by myself mm-hmm, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the, then it comes down to, okay, how on earth am I going to make money? How, right. I, you know, yeah, that's usually to be honest, I mean, like, you know, freelance writing is, you know, you're paid an hourly rate, yeah. of course. So yeah. it's like, I'm not doing this for my health, to be yeah, honest. Right. But however, to answer your question, I mean, I do, um, you know, I would love to expand my portfolio even sure. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, very well, yeah, cool. Excellent. I, uh, I have learned a lot here. Jim's learned a I lot sure here. Have. Yeah, Good. yeah, and yeah. Thank you for being on. Of if course. If people want to get in touch with you, they want to see some of your work. Uh, where's the best place to get in touch with you? Sure. So actually, um, I mean, if you want to read my mashed articles um, or Taste of Home, if you want to, well, my name is spelled a little um, Irishly, so um, and I'm sure it'll be on the uh, podcast episode yes. description too. But if you honestly. If, my mom does this all the time, <laughs> but if you just really search my name, um, it's C E A R A Milligan M I L L I G A N. Um, I think one of the top links in the search engine results is my portfolio for Mash. It's literally all of the articles. Cool. Um, otherwise, you can contact me um, via email, uh, just kiramilligan at gmail dot com. Um, I'm on Twitter. Oh goodness, what is my handle uh kiwi underscore millie m-i-l-l-i 
Okay. Yeah. I do. What else? <laughs> if you Google my name, I don't know how you'll many Kira it. Milligans there are in there the world, so there you'll find me. But I'm I'm more than happy to you know connect with people. Um, you know, just about you know if you if you want to continue the conversation or if you want some. Um, you know, uh, semi-amateur advice, I guess. Uh, <laughs> if you want to talk about, I don't know, whatever, that's cool. No, I'm happy to chat. Cool. Awesome. Very cool. And you can follow this podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, if not, keep subscribing. If it's your 29th time, yeah, even better. Yes. Uh, you can Absolutely. follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Hustling Sideways. And if you've got a, hus- a side hustle of your own, we've got a Gmail. So you oh. can you can reach us there. It's at <laughs> hustlingsideways at gmail.com. And uh, we will see you next time on the show, Jim. Thank you all for coming. And keep on hustling. <laughs>